This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. I don't know if you use Slack a lot, Andrew, but uh, they have a motto and it's called work hard and go home. Since my company is scattered, everybody's like working in remote places. So we have a Slack channel. Man, they're playing trivia on Slack. They're like calling each other nicknames. It's like if you saw our, um, the the thread of what goes on in my work every single day on Slack, you'd be surprised. Anyways, I like this slogan and I don't like this slogan, work hard and go home because work is never that easy, right? You can't just work hard and go home. That's why it's work. I love that motto. I love the idea that, hey, if I just get my stuff done, I'm done. But work is never that easy. I completely agree with that. Work is, should be, you do it and, yes. you, and you turn it off and you go spend time with your family. You go spend time um, working in your wood shop or doing whatever. Uh, I think it's ironic. Maybe I don't know the definition of ironic at 38 years old, but the, the Slack guy is saying that because <laughs> Slack is inherently designed to infiltrate your life. I think it's a great product. Yeah. I use it, but uh, it, they're, they're two different conversations. So you have to turn off Slack to be able to not be at work. Um, I completely, I feel like these um, tech companies, like you remember earlier in the day, Google's motto was don't be evil. And now they like do all this work for the defense department and government. Like, I just feel like they need these catchy phrases, but they don't really believe in them. Yeah, I think, uh, th yeah, they don't. It's good marketing. I mean, this guy was giving a talk. I, it was a short clip on him being interviewed. And I thought it was interesting that he was saying that uh, I really like the way he described email. Email is mainly good for crossing organizational boundaries. So like if you're working outside of your company, that makes sense. Like if you want to, if you work at, um, let's say if you work at Microsoft and you want to email someone that makes uh, the casing for your computer, it's easier to reach out. But his argument with Slack is internally, you just have it all there and no one is being shielded, especially with shielded from information, especially with working remote, like having conversations um, without someone there. Like if you have a team of five and two people get together and talk and make progress on their project, the other three people are in the dark and things can go awry. So Slack is good for maintaining those things. Yeah, uh, I've definitely had people try to be like, hey, can we have this conversation on Slack? I'm like, what? It's just going fine over email. Do we really got to take this party somewhere else? Yeah, I met a guy who is the most type A person I've ever met. He was on an improv team with me and he, he started taking improv lessons because it would be a good way to round out his personality. And he told me that he moves every relationship he's on to slack like everyone in his face like if you want to be part of his life you have to be in a slack channel you can't he won't text um but i mean especially with group text I, quick story when i first joined my first improv team we were all in a text chain and we get about 100 text messages a day and you just can't track that and so for groups of people slack's a good product so was that guy just trying to like be a personality or he really wanted to streamline everything and you could only get to him on Slack? 
he really wanted to streamline everything. I mean, if you text, like he was a functioning human, like if you texted him, he would respond, but he would try really hard. He was a producer for a video game company and just basically had to manage a lot of personalities. And I think he realized that was the most effective way to do it. You know, this idea of back to this idea of like working hard and going home that's not how work works, right? You need authorization from your boss a lot of times. So you're sitting there waiting for your boss to tell you you can go ahead with a project before you can go home. You can't just do your work. It doesn't, like, you don't work in a vacuum at work. You don't. Uh, I did see that, uh, I don't know, I read this maybe in the same article, the CEO of Netflix admitted that he takes six weeks of vacation a year because hmm. he believes ample vacation time is key to a company's success. So he doesn't really need anyone to sign off on him taking a vacation. It's easy to say that once you've made all your money. Um, I heard a, a money guy, I think Gary Gary V or Grant Cardrone, both are successful people talking about how if someone tells you, you just need to take a break or something, if you hear a billionaire saying that, like <laughs> they don't talk about the 10 years or 20 years or whatever they neglected their entire life so yeah. a vacation thing it's it's like communism it sounds good in theory but doesn't work in practice you know i think millennials don't operate this way but i've definitely had bosses who are very like you got to be here nine to five like they just wanted to physically see you for a specific oh. amount of time even though my work was done I, I couldn't be like hey i'm gonna leave now they were no no you gotta be here and i i, I don't i think that's being phased out but i hated those bosses yeah, I think that is being phased out. It it also, maybe I'm a special type of person, but it takes a special <laughs> type of person because my the last company I worked at had that kind of culture. You had to pass the CEO's office on the way out. Oh, but I didn't care. I uh, I <laughs> I got to the point where I could finish all my work, and I was if I was there past three thirty, that was a, a miracle. But is, like there was no complaints. My projects were profitable, and I got everything done on time. Is there any chance that this company had a couple of consultants come in named Bob, and then at one point you went in and gutted a piece of fish on your boss's desk? Did any of those things happen? We're pretty close to actually having that happen. Our uh, <laughs> our leadership team was real good at bringing in consultants and paying people. They they yeah, that's a whole different story but i just wish like everybody in the world thinks like let's just get everything down to four words work hard go home it's that simple andrew <laughs> well it is that simple and he's having this conversation when he's uh he's i think he has a cup of coffee he's re relaxing on stage giving an address and we'll the true test is how people react yeah. under stress. Like if there's a deadline, he's like, well, it's five o'clock. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't think he's going to feel the same way. It's like, oh, when it works for me, I'm going to say the good thing. Yeah. Like, uh, companies that value work-life balance, I just did air quotes, say you have unlimited PTO. I think you're less likely to, or they studies show that you're less likely to take time off when, when companies uh, put that face on. I, that's definitely on my bucket list to work for a company that's like unlimited vacation. Before I die, I want to work at one of those companies. <laughs> I think you should do that. And then the way you quit is say, hey, I'm going on vacation. See how long it takes for your paycheck to stop coming. That's a good Now someone asked to have done that, right? They must have. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to take a vacation from this show. <laughs> we have unlimited PTO here. If you want to talk to us, you can get us on our Slack channel at Reposted Podcast. <laughs> I'm Andrew Keller for the Unicorns, and thanks for stopping by.